nap time. Well, well, wait a minute. What? Hello, and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Wayne Fleet BIC. We are glad you've joined us. Um, every Monday, uh, we talk about life and the message from the week through the lens of our Anabaptist roots, and we are glad you're here. Uh, my name is Julie Adams, and I'm your host, and I'm joined by Pastor Pat. He's not taking a nap currently. And you're not either, right? <laughs> no, not right now. Okay. Maybe after we're done. Oh, maybe after we're done. That makes sense. <laughs> Hi, everybody. So we are knee-deep in our Long Story Short series, um, which has been, this is, last summer was one of my favorites. I'm really glad that we're doing it again. Mm -hmm. But um, to sum it up, we are talking about Old Testament stories. So sort of like, I guess like maybe back to the origin of, mm -hmm. you know, how we can see um, Jesus and God woven through That's the right. Old Testament, brought into the New. Very and, much so. Yeah. Yeah, they've been really great. So this Sunday, you sat under a tree. I did. I sat under the broom tree. And mm -hmm. I wonder if the people today... Uh, can hear Camp Kakwa going on behind us. I can, yeah. Oh, we've got we've got uh, yeah. a bunch of campers, and it's loud, and kids are laughing, and music is playing, and games are going on. So you may hear some of that today, but that's okay. We're yep. enjoying it. And you know, Pat, the past they've been here two weeks, mm -hmm. and the building just feels full of life again it does it has a you know it's great to see everybody on sunday mm -hmm. morning when they come but there it, it's got a different feel when you just yeah. have kids having fun and it's fun their worship music is full of mm -hmm. uh you know vibrant and yeah just all kinds of hand motions and it's cool. You know, some sometimes you have experiences like that, and you're like, what a blessing it is, and, you know, mm -hmm. um, just to be able to, to have them here. And, yeah, it's been really cool and not quiet. <laughs> and not quiet. So you may, if you hear a little bit of rap music going on yeah. behind us, it's... Um, Pastor Trevor. <laughs> yeah, it's Pastor Trevor. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So this, this past week, uh, yesterday, we were looking at an amazing story uh, of a guy who got worn out physically, mm -hmm. emotionally, spiritually, and it's interesting where he ends up. And it, it's a pretty cool story leading up to it. Uh, Elijah, in 1 Kings uh, 18, he, he's been trying to call Israel back from worshiping Baal and other gods. Mm -hmm. And uh, to the point, Baal, uh, this false god, was uh, the god of weather, the god of storm oh, okay. and rain. Mm -hmm. So to get their attention two years earlier, he um, he asked God to turn the rain off. Mm -hmm. And there had been no rain for two years in oh, this rain-starved, Middle East, hot, you know, yeah. uh, desert, desert area. A, yep. And so uh, that didn't work. That didn't call Israel back. So he gets this idea of having a contest between Jehovah God and Baal. Yeah. That, you know. That's kind of different, right? Yeah, it is kind of different. You think, ooh. And I bet Elijah, you know, do you wonder if he was thinking like, oh, this is no contest. The other guy doesn't even exist. So I think there was some of that, but I yeah. also think that God led him to do that. I'm sure. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I don't think he was trying to tempt God, you know, no, cause it, 
definitely says, you know, not to not to, not tempt to put the Lord God your to the God, test. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so he puts Baal to the test, and so all these prophets of Baal, they all meet on Mount Carmel, and uh, they decide to have this contest. And there's two altars, and it's got wood, and it's got two bulls that have been slaughtered, mm-hmm. and so he lets. Um, the Baal people go first, and they holler, and the Bible says they jump around on the altar, and they uh, just really trying to get Baal to listen to them and come down with fire and take the altar mm-hmm. and, the, and, and the bull. And so it gets to the point where several hours later, um, <laughs> Elijah taunts them and says, hey, maybe your God's off doing some chores. <laughs> maybe he's on vacation. Hey, maybe he's taking a nap, you know. Yep. And so then they really put into high gear. These mm-hmm. false prophets of Baal, they start cutting themselves, which was the custom of the day to show how earnest they were. Several more hours go by, nothing. And then it's Elijah's turn. Mm-hmm. And so Elijah prays a 62-word prayer. Mm-hmm. And, and the sacrifice is taken up fire comes down it's it's all taken up yep and so the people begin shouting jehovah is god jehovah is god mm-hmm. and so um that was a pretty big moment right oh yeah and then the coup d'etat of it all mm-hmm. you know the topping the cherry on top was elijah praying and asking god to bring rain back yeah. and this monsoon hits you know yep. And again, this God of weather couldn't do that. No. So uh, Jezebel, the queen of Israel, married mm-hmm. to Ahab, <clears throat> wasn't a very nice person. Mm-mm. She was not going to be a den mother of the year. She was no. not, nothing. And so she said, um, the gods do to me or more so by tomorrow if Elijah is not dead. For whatever reason, Elijah, after doing this wonderful miracle and boldly, you know, he gets scared to death. The Bible says, literally, quote, ran for his life. Wow. And what was the timeline between the sacrifice going up and her, you know, putting a hit out on him, if you will? Yeah, that's right. Putting a hit out on him. I would say just a day. Really? Yeah. I mean, she was torqued. Yeah. I think she was torqued at the wrong people, but... But she was mad at Elijah, and um, and so Elijah, man, he beat feet. Uh, he and his hmm. assistant left Israel. They went to Judah, and uh, by the way, Jezebel's daughter was queen to the king there, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't mm-hmm. say he was very safe. No. He leaves his assistant. He goes a day out into the woods, and we find him sitting under a broom tree. A broom tree is a short tree in Africa. I've seen them many times, mm-hmm. and... Uh, they, they have just uh, a, a short stalk and then they spread out. And so uh, birds and different animals that can get up in it uh, hang out there. And they've got leaves. They're kind of yellowy green. They Is are. that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just kind of spreads out, you yeah. know, low to the ground. So he sits under the tree and he says, hey, God, just kill me. She wants to kill me. I'm done. I'm I'm the only one that's standing up for you. And, and so he's having this pity party. He's exhausted. He, he is emotionally exhausted, yeah. spiritually exhausted. And he lays down 
which was the smartest thing he could do. Yep. And you know, if you look at the recipe here or what he did, God was so, he was so wonderful in the way he dealt with his servant. He, he didn't say, hey, you get up and get back yeah, out what there. What are you doing? Right. Yeah. Um, he, he lets him sleep and sleep and sleep and mm -hmm. sleep and then wakes him up and there's a, a, a fire with some fried bread in it, mm -hmm. and uh, which was a staple of what they ate back there. And uh, he eats that, lays back down, goes to sleep. He sleeps some more. He's woken up again and says, hey, you're about to take a long journey. You can't do that by yourself. You need some more food. And he eats, and then um, he, he's restored, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And I think we can learn from that. I, I wonder how many people are, are sitting under their own broom tree today. You know, maybe for some people, <clears throat> that broom tree may be, oh, retail therapy on Amazon. Yep. Just trying to shut off the aggravation, the fear, the pain. Yep. And, and buying all kinds of silly stuff. Yep. I think for some others, I, maybe the broom tree maybe is Netflix or TikTok and hours and yep. hours of mindless, just to not have Zone to think. Zone out. Zone mm -hmm. out. Yep. And I wonder if others, maybe their broom tree is a bottle of wine every night. Yeah, could be. You know, mm -hmm. that uh, just to get through the school day with the kids and... Uh, I saw I saw a bumper sticker that said during this shutdown, it said it may take a village to raise a kid, but if school's called off again, it's going to take a vineyard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I do think that um, I think people uh, definitely have done that. Yeah. Looking for, you know, I think it's just a, a release or that mm -hmm. that quick, you know. Don't want to feel the pain and yeah. aggravation and fear. Something and, to numb it, like yeah. an ice pack. I want to turn it off for a while. Yep. And so we, we find ourselves faced with um, a lot of folks who can't sleep. They can't turn their brain off or, yeah. or they, they're just so worked up. They just don't rest. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't take any time to themselves. And I, I think what Elijah did was really smart. And medical science would even tell us today that in neurobiology in particular, um, Recent years, uh, studies have shown that rest will do for us physically, emotionally, it will do so much to restore us mm -hmm. that even losing a day of sleep can, can exasperate uh, the different uh, pre-existing mood disturbances like yeah. anger and frustration and fear and anxiousness and, and all of those kind of depression even. Yep that it, it just becomes a vicious cycle, Yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And so I, I think um, even if they need to sit down and talk to their doctor, if they're not sleeping, they, mm -hmm. they need to be able to sleep. Yeah. They've got to have that relief. And uh, having your head under the covers at 3 a.m. and wide awake and can't turn it off, that is not going to help them, and it's certainly not going to help their family. No. You know? No. It's hard to function on... Oh. Terrible. on no sleep and they say that even like if you're driving on almost no sleep mm -hmm. they say you're as impaired as if you've been drinking so much alcohol depending that's right. on you know oh that's that's exactly right and um i i think that's so true and then you add on top of that you take the last 18 months and with the particularly our young parents with the 
with the uh, shutdown of school, uh, mm-hmm. what, twice, three times? I, I've lost count. I know, I know. <laughs> and so trauma is an experience that also brings mm-hmm. these negative effects on the yeah. well-being, our ability to function. Yep. And so I think even a single traumatic event uh, can do that, let alone a sustained something that's going on continually. It, it absolutely can lead to the psychological trauma. It, it can, um, it, it builds up over time to this uh, ongoing response to stress. Mm-hmm. And it's usually not done in a healthy way. No, no. So we see this with Elijah, and I think it's just so important to see that today that sometimes the most spiritual thing you can do is take a nap, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I will, you know, here's a confession, Pat. I am not good at resting. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I do. I have a hard time on a good day resting, but especially if there feels, and right now, Mm. right now it feels like there is so much to do and nothing to do at the same time. Like I, it's a good way to put it. There's, there's more to do at home because everyone's there all the time, mm-hmm. but there's almost nowhere to go, although yeah. things are opening up. So, you know, there are more things to, more yes. places to go and, you know, mm-hmm. we're getting back there, but I, I, I have a hard time resting sometimes, <laughs> you know, it's that I feel like if I stop temporarily, I'm not going to get going again. Carol has said that yeah. before. Oh, if I stop now, I am done. Yeah, you'll lose your steam, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's probably the best thing that can happen yeah. to us ultimately is to run out of steam for a day. Uh, you know, it's interesting. Uh, sometimes resting is, uh, it's not sleeping. Sometimes resting is getting your hands dirty in the garden. Yep. Sometimes resting is, is getting out a book that you've been really anxious to read but hadn't had any time or mm-hmm. wouldn't take the time because you feel guilty sitting down and reading. Yes. Right? Yep. Uh, or tinkering around in the garage on the car may be a, a person's way of resting, right? Yep. Doing some crafts, mm-hmm. maybe knitting or something. Absolutely. Yeah. I think maybe... Fishing. Yeah. Yeah. I think the... I think maybe part of what you're getting at is uh, you were saying all these things have increased over time. I think maybe we've almost done some of them too much, like things that could be restful, like mm-hmm. watching Netflix. Like there's sure. nothing wrong with watching oh. a TV show or, oh. a, you know, but it's doing it in excess. Is yeah. If you've exhausted the Netflix library, there's a problem, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I, I think that for some people that's... Um, I, I think that's been their way of coping. Mm-hmm. And so so taking that whatever energy's left and putting it into rest and being sure of getting sleep uh, is so important. Mm-hmm. Then the second thing was nutrition. Yeah. Um, he could not operate without proper nutrition. And so mm-hmm. the Lord made sure that he had um, the staple food of the day there. Yeah. You know, it had carbohydrates in it. It, it had... Um, uh, it had oil in it. Yep. it. It had different things to help him to be able to, in that climate, to be able to live. And I, I think during this time that we've, um, that we've been in lockdown, um, COVID is the great accelerator. And uh, you, you can talk to people who will say, I have felt myself age yeah. during this time. And, um, and I think... <laughs> 
what is it, LCBO, which is our liquor stores in Ontario, um, they're up over 50%, some places over 70%. That's wild. And then all the sales and pizza and the other comfort foods, yeah. those are all up. Cookies and ice cream and candy sales are up in the stores, you know. Yep. And don't get me wrong. Sometimes a good bowl of ice cream or a good yep. pizza on Friday night is the answer, right? Yep. But when it becomes the daily answer, then, you yeah. know, there's people with tight clothes on uh, here a year later, and mm -hmm. it's just not the best way to handle it. Our body was designed, um, and it operates optimally when, when we have rest and when we have nutrition. Yep. And so I, I want to encourage people. This isn't a lecture. This is, hey, come on, we get it. But there's mm -hmm. also answers. We don't have to stay in the position we're in or in the mindset we're in. Uh, we don't have to stay that way. Yeah. And, and this is what Elijah found out as well. I, I think it's like uh, I gave the illustration yesterday that it, it's like having a car. Suppose you left that car on 24 hours a day in the driveway mm -hmm. and um, just let it idle, just let it left it on. You know, that wouldn't be healthy for the car. Nope. You know, um, it's going to get low on oil. Uh, and if you don't change the oil, you're going to have other trouble. And, and uh, all the different parts of the car are going to wear and the air conditioning is going to wear. And it was meant to do that. The designing engineers did not design the car to do that. No. You know, mm -hmm. and it's the same way with God. God is our creator designer. He hasn't created us to live in this go, 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 and, and to put crummy stuff into our gas tank, as it yeah. were, and expect to be able to optimally um, thrive. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that is a, oh, it's such a good truth, and it's such a timely truth, too, as we, uh, yeah. you know, even to look ahead to the future. Like, yes. Even if we've, it's hard to remember sometimes that even if we've done it to ourselves, mm -hmm. we've, you know, deprived ourselves of sleep and not eaten well and maybe, you know, mm -hmm. stopped exercising sure. and that sort of thing, we can still change that going forward. We can and change it going uh, forward. That's a sometimes a tough thing to remember because mm -hmm. you you sort of feel stuck. Yes. Yeah. And you do. I, that's a good way to put it. I think right now a lot of people are having a hard time looking toward the future. We mm -hmm. all want it to come. We sure. want change. We want things to go back to mm -hmm. normal or to what's the next stage, what's the next step. But I, it's tough to look ahead. You can it only is. kind of see what's right now. And, yeah. you know, sometimes the past looks clearer than the future to us. <laughs> 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 no, no, I think that's an excellent word. I, I think the question is, what steps are you taking to physically recharge your life? Yep. What steps are you taking uh, to be able to um, adjust your nutrition? Yeah. You know, because you can't get away from it. Rest plus proper nutrition equals energy. Yep. It always has. Mm -hmm. It always will. And then there's a third thing. I, I mean, getting rest... Mm -hmm. was able to help his body. It was able to help his emotional well-being. The nutrition was able to give him the energy that he needed. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're, we're talking about now that puts him in a position to where he could hear God. He could yeah. not hear God in this other yep. uh, place that he was, uh, that he was in under the broom tree. But now he's in a place where he can hear God. 
And, and as the story goes on, <clears throat> if you've never read 1 Corinthians, uh, I'm sorry, 1, King, 1 Kings 18 and 19, you need to do it. It's just fascinating. Um, so he leaves the broom tree and he travels and he spends the night in a cave and God begins to speak to him. Mm-hmm. And, and he says, um, uh, what are you doing here? I want to talk to you. And so um, there's, this, uh, there's this windstorm that comes by. Literally an earthquake happens. And then there's this fire, this firestorm happens. And, uh, and I think Elijah was out there with his head spinning. Okay, God's going to say something here. And, and all of this, nope. But after it was all over, the still small voice mm-hmm. of God began to speak to him. And he was in a place where he was rested. Yep. Uh, he was alert. Yep. And now he was in a place where he could hear God. Yeah. And he could talk to God. And he had the energy to talk to God. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder how many folks in the day that we're living in right now, we expect God to show up in a dramatic way, you mm-hmm. know? When really, I think most of the time, God shows up with the still, small voice mm-hmm. that he almost we have to strain to hear yep and we can't hear god while we're on the run it doesn't work that way no Uh, we can hear god and he wants to talk to us and he wants to hear from us but you know you just got to take the time to -hmm. do that it's sort of like our kids when they're um like when they're upset about something it's not always a good time to mm-hmm. to teach them or to no. learn from the like if they're upset and having a tantrum you right. can't say like no you can't take the knife from the counter like yeah. they just don't get it then right. it's like you need to take a step back yeah everyone needs to calm yeah. down and then you can you know that's have right a, you never solve anything uh, mm. you know when you're <laughs> I think that's a great example. I, uh, Elijah was not in a place where he was teachable. No. You know, until he was able to um, have a little self-care. Yeah. And I, I, it's the same way. I think during this COVID season, if we have learned anything, I hope we have learned that we can't get back into the rat race of being busy eight nights a week. Yeah. You know, 13 months a year. We just mm-hmm. can't do that again. And I think, I think building margin into our lives so that our kids need that, we need the rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to be able to have time to be able to talk to God and to hear from God yes. through his word, through, through music, through um, maybe the, the sermon or the podcast, whatever. Yeah. But it takes time to sit down and to be able to focus to hear God mm-hmm. and it's always worth hearing he's yes. always worth hearing yes. so I I think this is a great reminder for all of us including you and me yes absolutely I think this is a great reminder that we need to rest we need mm-hmm. good sleep we need good nutrition and we need to put ourselves in a place so that we are in a frame to be able to hear God mm-hmm. and to talk to him because yeah. it's so worth it yes right oh absolutely so i just want to encourage our listeners today if if this is if this is dialing your phone number if this is ringing your bell hey it's okay this is awesome these are things that you can do today Mm -hmm. and i hope you will yes 
Thank you very much, Pat. If you'd like to get in touch with Pat and either continue this conversation or you've got other questions that you'd like to ask or um, just want to talk about anything, you want some resources on maybe something we've talked about today, we've got lots of information that we'd be happy to share with you and you can get in touch with Pat um, at pat at waynefleetbic.com. I think it's probably worth mentioning that we have a parish nurse here on staff. We do. It's also a great resource for a lot of things like that. And her name's Connie Harper, and you can reach her at Connie at waynefleetbic.com. If you have any podcast suggestions or feedback for me, I'd love to hear from you as well. Mm -hmm. And you can reach me at julie at waynefleetbic.com. So we're glad you tuned in today. And uh, thank you for joining us. We look forward to connecting with you next week. Hey, we'll see you next week. Have a great week. And uh, please know you are loved.